Hi, it's me, Leo, back again to tell you yet another story, hopefully. There's a discussion right now on the Edge server about banning me, again, on top of everything else going on. They should have just done it after the first message, not waiting eight fucking weeks. So maybe they won't. Maybe. Ugh. It's not fair. I did the right thing by saying something, by responding to Bin There's message, and then getting over my own fear about speaking up, recording my voice, which I do not enjoy, by the way. I am not one of those people who likes to hear themselves think. If it were up to me, I would not be spouting these stories every week. I'd have someone else do it. But there is no one else. Just me, and I care too damn much to stop, apparently. I'm just saying I shouldn't be punished for doing this by people who have no fucking clue. Are you listening, Discord haters? You don't know me. I've never said my real name. I've never shared my email address or phone number or anything. Just what I think about Iceland ads and ecotourism in third world countries and these stories. So you don't know me. And you don't know what I deserve. Just like we don't know been there. We don't know what happened and we still don't know if this is helping. Just let's not assume we know the other side of the story which is what we're going to hear today in our journey into the familiar. Though I hope this place isn't somewhere super familiar for most of you. That being said, it's a part of life we will all confront at some point, and it starts like this. So this is what it feels like, after death. <laughs> kind of abrupt, though. <laughs> Wait, this can't be my funeral. No, 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 no. This is not how it's supposed to happen. I, I don't want to be buried in the city. I told her time and time again that I hate the city. Mom, why would you bury me here? Maybe if I... <sighs> Ow! <sighs> oh, come on! Aren't I supposed to walk through walls? Appear wherever I want to be? Where are my ghost powers? <clears throat> Maybe I can leave if I just concentrate. Here. I don't deserve to be here. I'm supposed to be at peace. Isn't that what I get? I'm not a bad guy. I'm just a kid. I'm supposed to go straight to heaven, right? I mean, I don't really know. I never went to church or anything. So I don't know what's supposed to happen. But still, it's supposed to be better than this. It's supposed to be better than sitting outside your own crappy funeral, all alone next to the stupid, smelly liquor store with cars streaking past. Not even raining, just a regular sunny day. The perfect day for softball, actually. That's where I would have picked. If I had to choose, I would have picked the softball field. I, I guess it's technically still in the city, but it doesn't feel like it is. If you've seen it, Mom, 
If you'd have seen me, then you would know what I want, where I feel happy. Felt happy. Does it still count as feeling if I'm still here, not passed on or gone into the light or whatever? Is that why I'm still here? Or is there something else? Something else I can't remember. I do remember the first practice. It wasn't that long ago, only the beginning of this season. All the other girls have been playing for years. 16 years old? And I'd never played on a team before. That was for girls whose parents lived together. For the girls whose dads didn't have a second family or a little half-brother to play catch with. But none of that mattered after that first practice. From the first time I stepped onto the field with the fresh grass that was mowed just so, I was home. There was dirt, yeah, but clean dirt. No cigarette butts or trash blowing in the wind. A clear space, not completely hemmed in by concrete. And so much room to stretch, to stand up straight and tall and feel good about being big. The first time they put a bat in my hands, it felt so right. For once, I didn't feel like a giant. Not like in those tiny desks at school. Nuh-uh. It was like it was built for me. Finally. The other girls had these smaller starter bats, but I went straight for the real deal. When I went up to the plate, it took only one strike and one foul to figure out when I needed to swing. (laughs) That third pitch? (laughs) I whipped the bat around me, heard the whoosh of air, and I swear, crack! slammed into the ball. Automatic home run. Would have gone out of the park, too, if our field didn't have a big protective net around it. They needed it. For me, the power hitter. (laughs) The rest of the team clapped and whooped when it happened. Without thinking, they just had to applaud me. Me. I looked around and saw them all smiling at me. All these girls... The same ones that avoided me in the hallways at school. The ones who averted their eyes, who pushed away to make room, but never once looked at me. Gross. But I hit one home run, and they cheered. I was... good. And they couldn't deny it. Just give me a bat, and it doesn't matter what I look like. Looked like... I wish I had one now. Then I'd shatter that window, crush that stupid organ, tell them this sob fest is over. Let's go to the field. Hey, where are you taking me? Why do you want me over? No way. Tally Thrasher Memorial, Saturday, May 5th? My funeral is the same day as the home run derby? What kind of justice is that? I was supposed to be playing today. The perfect day for softball. I was supposed to be out there hitting home runs, grand slams, representing our team. Coach Brents picked me. Wait, is she here? I can't see her. Come on, Granny Thrasher, move your head. 
She's pretty tall, reddish-brown hair, unlike... Unlike her daughter. But... But she wouldn't be here. They'd be at the field, the derby... There you are. Right at the back. Mother and daughter. I can't believe you're here. At my funeral. Like you belong, like... Like it wasn't all your fault. You're the reason I'm still here. You... You are my unfinished business. Get out. Get out of my funeral. You murderer. 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 You killed me. You killed me, Rachel Brent. You killed me. And you get to be at my funeral, and I can't. I can't. It's not fair. (laughs) I remember now. That first time they all cheered for me. Except for you, Rachel. You were the only one who didn't. They all cheered for me, but you never did. Never will. All it took was that one home run, you freaking bitch. One easy swing, and suddenly I was on your radar. I was on everyone's radar. They couldn't look at me the same way, and you knew it. It got under your skin how they pretended not to watch Every time I went up to bat. For one second, you weren't the center of attention. After me, no one cared what happened when you went up to bat. It's because you had the fear. I saw it when I started watching the rest of the team. To figure out what it was that made it so easy for me and so hard for everyone else. They were scared. Yeah, sure, They could all fake a swagger as they walked out of the dugout, but as soon as they stepped up to the plate, it melted away. The shoulders hunched up to protect the neck, the hands sweatily moving up and down the grip. Sure, they heard Coach's advice about how to square up to the plate to take the warrior's stance, but nothing about them said confidence. No, it all said, Don't hit me. Please, please, pretty please ball, don't hit me. And you were no different. Not the center of attention, golden-armed pitcher, coach's daughter, trained for this from birth. That meant diddly squat at bat. (laughs) You had everything. You were thin, athletic, popular. Had a team of girls that followed you around like puppies. And a mom who not only showed up at every game but was there to coach and encourage you all the time. Did you notice that my mom never showed up? That my dad was never cheering from the stands? That no one ever invited me to hang out after practice? I had nothing. And you had everything. You have everything, you little Brat!
Would you have left me alone if your mom hadn't picked me for the derby? It's not like I didn't notice the fat girl jokes or the stink eye you gave me. Yeah, everyone stopped laughing when I entered the locker room, but I'm not deaf. Her ass is so fat that... That it what? That it barely fits into the dugout? Very original. You even put me on equipment duty because I've got bigger arms and could use the exercise anyway? (laughs) Whatever. Didn't matter. I was on the team and there was nothing you could do about it. I was happy and I was good. I was the best. And only one person could go from each team to the derby. Your mom had to pick me. I should be there right now. And you... Rachel, where are you going? I can't do this. She was your teammate. I can't, Mom. No way. I just want to get closer. We are here to support our teammate. Tally's not my teammate. Yes, she is. Not anymore. Rachel! Sorry. I just meant... It's too weird and awful. I can't stand it. If you feel uncomfortable, that's normal and perfectly okay. But storming out like that is not. Fine. Can we go to the derby now? No. We're sitting the derby out this year due to a team emergency. So unfair, Mom. We need to pay our respects to our teammate and her family. We need to say goodbye. Bye. Now go away. I said goodbye last time I saw her. At practice? Sure. Let's go to the derby. It's not too late. Maybe they'll still let me play. Wait right there. There's something you're not telling me. Did you know something was wrong with Tally? Yes. Yes. Tell her, Rachel. Come on, coach. Make her tell you about the last time she saw me. I don't know. Liar? And what's that supposed to mean? I wasn't friends with Tally. I barely knew her. She was only on the team for like half a season. She's still part of the team. She was supposed to represent us at the Home Run Derby today. I know. Did she say anything that made you think she was going to hurt herself? I did not kill myself. I thought it was an accident. You know, she was trying to get healthy and just, you know. Rachel, she did a lot of damage to her body very quickly. Those diet pills on top of already starving herself? She must have known on some level what would happen. No. I did not. But maybe Rachel has some guesses. I don't know. You don't? No, let's just go. I need to know exactly what happened. Everything Tally told you. Nothing. No. Make her tell you the truth, coach. Please. Rachel, this is a safety issue. I have to look out for every other girl on the team. No, you don't. I didn't do anything. I just helped her with extra batting practice. That's right. You did. You offered to pitch for me. Seems so nice at the time. You did? When? Friday. Friday? Right before she... Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to go back in there. I don't need to say goodbye because I was the last person to see her alive. Oh, Rachel. Now we're getting somewhere. Ask her what happened, coach. Come on. Let's hear her side of the story. After all, no one can hear me. I can't tell you what happened, Mom. You'll hate me. I can never hate you, honey. 
Wanna bet? Come on, say it. Tell her what you did to me. You wish it was me in that casket instead of her. Never. I would never think that, Rachel. You are my daughter. I love you no matter what. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Just wait. Wait until you hear, Coach. Tell her, Rachel. Tell her what you did, you murderer. What happened? I never liked her, okay? But I didn't mean for this to happen. I never thought she'd die. What happened at that practice? Just wasn't fair. She had no training, no practice, no technique. But you picked her for the derby. She was our best hitter. Damn straight. Still am, too, if I could just get a bat. No, she wasn't. Rachel! I deserved it. I worked harder. I trained harder. She couldn't represent us at the derby the way she looked. I just couldn't let that happen. So I offered to help her practice, to pitch for her, and... And what? And, and I'm the reason she's dead, okay? Oh, my God. I can't believe she said it. So I can't go back in there. Take her in. Reporter, she said it. She said it. Rachel, you need to tell me exactly what you said to her. I told her it was a pity offer to Derby that you felt bad for her, so you offered it to her, but that you were having second thoughts. Because, well, because you didn't like the way she represented our team. Represented? That she, um, you know, that she was the biggest girl on the team. You told Tally... I thought she was too fat. I told you you would hate me. I don't hate you. I'm disappointed, but... She killed killed her. (laughs) Rachel, did you tell Tally to stop eating? No. Did you give her those diet pills? No. Did you tell her to take them? No, I didn't, but... It's her fault. It's still her fault. (sighs) Then you did not kill her. What you said was wrong, and we'll talk about that later. But it was Tally's choice to harm herself. I'm... I'm just sorry that no one was there to see her pain and help her through it. That was you! You were supposed to help me! You're supposed to be helping me right now! She just fucking told you the whole thing! You were the only one who cared! The only one who picked me and gave me a shot. Come on, coach. Don't let these crocodile tears fool you. You know who is the best player on the team. Don't let that die with me. I'm so sorry, Mom. I didn't mean to. I didn't know she was going to do that. I don't know what to do. I feel really bad that I made her feel that way. I know, sweetie. It's going to be okay. I'm here. Coach! Listen to me! All right. Let's go clean ourselves up and head over to the reception, okay? We're still going? We are going to pay our respects and honor our teammate. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, okay. And not a word of this to Mrs. Thrasher when we get there. You're not going to tell her? Tell her, Coach. Tell her what happened. Help her see. Don't let them bury me in the city. Don't let her think I was weak. I see no reason to add to her pain. Thanks, Mom. I love you, honey. Let's go. No! Hey, let me go! Let. me. 
go! Why did you make me see that god or whoever you are trapping me here? What was the point? To make me feel even worse about what I'm leaving behind? This means they'll never know. My mom, my dad, the rest of our team. They'll all think I was weak. That I just decided to kill myself. No. I had that body for years before she came along. No problem. It wasn't an issue until she made it one. Until she bullied and teased and suggested I do everything in my power to lose weight. Because this was my one shot. Today. Today was supposed to be my chance to prove myself. To hit a homer and make the all-star team. To be accepted there at the Derby. Hey. <laughs> I can touch it. It's my bat. The one I used to hit that first home run. <gasps> Same grip and everything. The real deal, not a starter bat. Ready for the grand slam. <laughs> I wonder. I'm not stuck anymore. I could go back to the field, take my bat, go back and play there forever, where I belong. Rachel, where does it say the reception is? Down the street. Where? Oh, I'm texting it to you. You won't be taking my place in the home run derby, Rachel Brents. Not now, not ever. I think I will go to the field to wait for you. Just me and my bat. I'll make sure you do have a reason to fear stepping up to the plate after all. Tally Thrasher. I hate that she was alone. Alone to make that decision between letting go or getting even. Alone and in so much pain. I can't stop thinking about it, how we could all end up alone like that. Stuck in hate and despair. How the spiral can go down and down and never end. No one should feel like that. Like no one has heard them or seen them. Or seen only the fake front we put up for the rest of the world. I don't want you to be alone, been there. I hope that you see this. Listen to this one day and know that someone cared so much for you, was scared for you, was wrecking everything in their own life to tell you this. It's killing me to not know if this is reaching you. I know I keep saying that it's okay, that I'm glad I helped other people and whatever. But what if it's not? If I can't do what I meant to do with this podcast, if I can't reach you, if it cuts me off from my community and causes all kinds of chaos, then what's the point? <laughs> I sound just like you did in your message. Like none of this, nothing I've said has made any difference. I don't know what I'm going to do once I'm banned. It's going to happen any minute, and without the weekly post to the Edge server, I don't know if anyone will keep listening. If there's any chance you're hearing this, been there. Leo, it's me. Come on, open up. I know you're in there. Your neighbor downstairs says he hasn't seen you all week. I've been by three times and I'm not leaving, okay? 
Don't tell them. Shh. Don't say anything. Just go away. You don't need to go through this alone. You worked there for years, and that means something to me, even if it didn't to that bitch from corporate. Oh, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. You were the best travel agent they had. Even if your travel background came from indirect experience. You hear me, Leo? I'm not just here to drop off your office supplies. I'm not going anywhere until you open this door. Or I have to break it down. I've been listening to your show, and I know you've been going through something. It's like you said in your second message about travel and new perspectives. You? You're... See San Diego 55. Yeah, I am. Can... I come in? Episode 6, Tally Thrasher, written and directed by Maggie Schultz. Featuring Blythe Haynes as Tally, Carlin McIsaac as Rachel, Tiffany Witcher as Mrs. Brents, Rachel E. Kula as Leo, and Elena Walker as Good Samaritan. The Familiar is a Fox and Wolf production created by Maggie Schultz and Sadie Johnston. Thank you so much for joining us for season one of The Familiar. We hope you enjoyed hearing our first season of stories and cannot wait for you to hear what happens to Leo next. We couldn't have done this without you and we cannot make season two without your help. We want to bring you more writers, more talent, and diverse stories into our next season. Check out www.thefamiliarpod.com to learn how you can help us make that happen. Until then, you can join our Discord community. Details are located on our website. You can also follow us at The Familiar Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We acknowledge that this podcast is made on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe, Huron-Wendat, and Haudenosaunee. This land falls under the Toronto Purchase, Treaty 13, and Williams Treaties. We also acknowledge that these peoples still reside in Ontario today and encourage you to learn more about their enduring culture, language, and traditions, as well as their current struggles, many caused by settlers and the displacement and abuse of their peoples for centuries. By acknowledging these truths, we hope to take one small step towards reconciliation and creating a stronger future together.